Talk Guys Podcast. I'm Strick. And I'm Motel. We're here to bring you everything happening in your world of toys. We're talking action figures, Lego, video games, anything else that catches our eye. On today's podcast, we've got our quick mentions to go through. Then we've got our meteor discussion topics. We've got some Hasbro on the list. Lego, of course. Got some, is that Nichelle Company? The Nacelle. Nacelle. Ooh, I like Nichelle. I don't know. It's looking like a <laughs> Nichelle there. Uh, we got some Funko. we got some Little Tykes and Fisher Price round out the list. We're getting those kitty toys, man. Motel, how we doing, my friend? I'm doing better now hearing your voice. Oh, of course. Every every month, man. This just lifts me up, lifts my spirits <laughs> from the depths. You know what I'm saying? I hear you, brother. Let's get right into it. Let's get into it. Quick mentions. Hasbro. I'm a big Lightning Collection follower, and I think I've made it clear on this cast before, I'm not too into roleplay items, but this has kind of got my attention just because I'm, I'm not really so much interested in purchasing. I'm just interested in seeing how it plays out. They just announced recently that they are releasing the Power Daggers for roleplay. So the Power Daggers, they belong to the Yellow Ranger from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Uh, and that is, I believe, the third release for roleplay weapons in this line. They already released the Power Sword and the Power Lance. Are you familiar with the Power Ranger weapons, Strick? Yeah, I had some of these as a kid. Yes, yes. They Everybody had the, the, the set that you could combine all five weapons. So that's kind of why I wanted to put it on here, because I don't really have too much to say about it. They're all looking good from the, the three weapons that I, I, I have eyes on. Uh, the two that are not released yet are the Power Bow and the Power Axe. Uh, I would imagine that they're going to be released. But here's the interesting part. Everybody's concerned that these five weapons may or may not be able to combine. I think we're all assuming that they can combine into the Power Blaster, but here's the thing. We have no idea at this point. Even with the release of the Power Daggers, you don't know because the telltale sign of if it's going to combine or not lies with the Power Bow and the Power Axe because those are the two things that need to connect first and then everything else, just like the Lance and the Daggers, they, they just become cannons that like would clip onto it. And the power sword just sort of sits on top of it. So there's nothing integrated into those items yet that would imply that the thing could combine. So once either the power axe or the power bow is released and we see like some connections going on there, then we'll be able to tell and go from there. These things are $130, man. Yeah, they're (laughs) expensive. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Who's laying down that coin? Isn't that interesting though? The just just the mystery, the mystique of it all. I guess it's interesting. I mean, you're you're buying into this thing. I would I would hope hope to hell like they they combine, man. <laughs> like it, after spending that much money and have them not do the thing you want them to do, that'd be that'd be quite disappointing. I gotta say. Uh, again, I'm not gonna be purchasing these, but I just I think it's interesting how you've released you know all all three of the weapons that don't give any hints towards it combining only to let the power bow and the power axe decide whether it combines or not. So I'm interested to see how it plays out. It's a cliffhanger, man. We're going to have to find out. 
All right, man, I got a, I got a slew of Lego leaks to go through here in quick mentions. Let me know if any of these catch your fancy. We got Winter Village. We could talk about that for a hot second. We got the Hulkbuster, Black Panther, double kind of rumor. And then we got Disney 100th Anniversary Collectible Minifigure Series, dude. Which one of these is, is catching your fancy you want to talk about for a second? Let's talk the Winter Village. I thought you might pick that one. So this one, there's not too much out yet. So there's going to be another Winter Village set, which is not a huge surprise. They release one every year. It's going to be priced at $100, around $100, which is great. They've been kind of climbing a price, so it's nice that it's going to be right around that price point. The Village will be in two buildings, a music store and a toy store, uh, and it comes with a tram as well. So it seems like it's it's got a lot going on. It could be just like a smaller building. I, I get these every year. This is a series that I collect, so I'll definitely be buying this one. Um, but yeah, that's that's the rumor so far, is that that's what we'll be receiving uh, this year, which... I think I'm pretty okay with. I don't know if that sounds kind of interesting to you, music store, toy store. Oh my gosh, yeah, dude. If if I could hand pick what what two stores would go in, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being serious. <laughs> what else is there? Yeah, I guess that's a good point. They've done a toy store already, or like a toy shop, like a toy maker shop. So I'm curious how they'll do the toy store. But the music store hasn't really been done, so I'm uh, I'm pretty interested to get that and and get that boy built. I don't think the the other two are, are worth talking about, at least now. We'll, we'll talk about them as more information comes out. It's, it's pretty, like, scarce information. That's why it's a quick mention. So let's get into that meteor discussion topics, man. All right, Strick, let's talk about our next topic. Nicely done. <laughs> yeah, we're still uh, talking Hasbro Lightning Collection, and it's like, if you don't like it, you know, start your own podcast. <laughs> that, this is what we like to talk about. No, I'm so aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, come on, you know we had to mention it on here, so... Hasbro just recently announced the Snizzard monster from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers is getting his own figure. And man, ooh, 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 ooh. He looks good. I'm going to take a guess and say you don't remember the Snizzard monster from the show, do you? That is a very good guess. You know, you don't have to say you remember his episode, but like this image of this snake monster, like this cobra <laughs> sitting on top of stacks of of other snakes, like you, that doesn't ring a bell at all. Not at all. First time I've ever seen this thing in my life. I mean, that's fair. I get it. That kind of brings up a point I'd, I'd like to discuss later. But so this figure, thirty three ninety nine is is going to be the price, which. You know, that, that's that's working its way up there. Uh, I don't know how high up that price is going to go, but, I mean, that's that's pretty up there. I actually did a video of this. Uh, it's on our YouTube page, which you guys can check out, on the vintage figure. Uh, so if you want to l- know a little bit more history on the vintage figure, that's up there. But I think one of the coolest parts of this character slash figure is that Brian Cranston actually voiced this character in his original appearance in the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers episode. So I think that's really cool. You can actually see a, a YouTube interview or a, uh, an interview that he did on YouTube uh, where Stephen Colbert is interviewing him about it. And he like brings it up and, and mentions it. He's just like, yeah, I voice Snizzard on Power Rangers. I, just, I think it's really cool just for me for being a fan of the show. I like hearing stuff like that. And then 
it's awesome because it's like, man, dude, Snizzard, this this guy has not been touched for like 30 years. Like that nobody nobody has done an action figure of him for 30 years, basically. So to see this now, really excited for this release, honestly. Like you said, this is better. Like better in what way? Just like more detailed, more accurate? Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, it's it's made to be better. You know, it's made to be better than the vintage figure. And I think some of the, the cool details about this figure, one is you're getting that like nice snake accessory. It's like a lasso accessory. Two, you're getting the, uh, the, the, the bow and arrow that he used in the show, which you did not get in the vintage figure, which was a big bummer. Uh, so I'm glad they corrected that, and they're giving you show-accurate weapons. Third is when he uh, drops his mouth down, snakes pop out, which you did not get in the vintage figure, and that happens in the show, which is super cool. I'm I'm a huge fan of, of that action feature. So a lot of things to be excited about here. I wanted to get back to, to what you said before. Uh, you don't really remember this figure or this character, which is fair. So I, f- I feel like that's... Uh, you know, combined with this price of thirty three ninety nine, I feel like we're going to get into that area where these monster figures will slow down in being released or, you know, may not continue to be released, depending. Just because the well, I said before, is running dry uh, in, in monster characters. In, and, and these figures are like deluxe figures. They're like 34 bucks. So I just don't know... How, how much more gas is in the tank for these? I will buy whatever comes out, but I'm a monster junkie. So, like, I know other people might not be picking every single one of these monsters up. They might be picking and choosing. So, who, who knows what's going to happen? But I, I just have a, a really bad feeling about it. So, anyone, any one of these that gets released, I'm picking them up. You said this one's $34. Is that climbed from the last release? Like, how has the price changed since, I guess, like, Pumpkin Wrapper and stuff? I, th- I think they were at like at least like 25 or 30 bucks but i know i guy was coming out at like 32 and change and now this drops at 33.99 so like we're getting up there like it's it's gonna keep creeping it's just such an ugly price 33.99 i don't don't think i've ever seen that price in my life just like ugh, it's like hideous to behold i don't know why (laughs) the three and the three and the nine and the nine i don't like it the aesthetic of 33.99 okay i get i get it i get get you know what i'm saying like you just don't want to pay that price you're just like oh what a yuck yucky price yeah you don't want to wallpaper your office in it i get it heck no All right, Motel. Buckle in, dude. We're about to talk some busts. I'm buckled. Lego busts. You ready, man? We got a Lego Marvel Black Panther coming October 1st. 2,961 pieces. This boy is going to retail for $349.99, my friend. (laughs) Yeah. Behold that bust. We got Black Panther. Uh, in his and in his arms, he's doing the like the Wakanda pose, Wakanda Forever pose. I think that's what that's called, um, with the crossed arms. Kinda, his his arms are kind of crossed, basically just his gloves. Um, and then yeah, his his bust. That's where you're getting there. A little placard in the front. Three hundred fifty bones, man. How you feeling about that price? Yeah, that's incredible. That's certainly a price. <laughs> a little related to what we were talking about before with the uh, with the Lego leaks and the Hulkbuster and the other Black Panther set. There's there's been these like swirling rumors of like these big Marvel sets that are going to be released at the end of the year, and there was like, all right, there's going to be this big Black Panther set's going to be like five hundred dollars or three hundred fifty dollars, like all this just mixed information. 
and people are like, maybe it'll be Hulkbuster, like maybe it'll be this, and like they're they're getting all excited about like different stuff, and then they drop this, and like the entire community is just like, what are they doing? Like, why no one asked for this set? Like nobody wants this. Is is generally like the consensus, at least on Reddit. I mean, other other sites. I'm sure there's people out there that want this. Like maybe there's a, a, a select few people that are gonna buy this, but man, at three hundred fifty dollars, that is a steep, steep price for one a bust, right? Just like a bust of a head. It's like it's all you can do is display. There's no playability at all. And then two, Black Panther. I mean, he's he's a great character. Um, he's not like one of the most popular, I would think, characters to get a bust like this, especially at this price. Like this is the most expensive. I don't understand what what is making the price. Like it's it's not even insanely detailed. Like one person said in the comments, like I'd rather just buy. Uh, you know, like one of those real busts that they sell. Like it's, it's like at that point, like I might as well buy like one of those glass statues if it's going to be something like this. It's, it's just an insane price. So I think Lego's kind of like swinging and missing lately with some of these big releases. I think they're just kind of throwing anything at the wall and just seeing what people buy and what sticks. But good grief, man, this thing is like way, way over the top, unnecessary um, at the price. Don't get me wrong, like a, a Black Panther bust at like maybe the $50 mark, I, I, nobody nobody would bat an eye. They'd be like, okay, that's perfect. Fits right in with the existing line. But 350 bones, it's like people are like, what are they thinking? Like, who's going to buy this? If you're going for like Lego decor, I, I just, th- that's one thing. But yeah, aesthetically, it's like, why why would you pay that much money for this? Have to build it and then display it and it's like Lego-y. Like, you might as well just get an, a, a bus that they sell. Right? Yeah, it, you have to find the perfect blend of somebody that, like, absolutely diehard loves Black Panther. So there's a group out, out there. They have to also diehard love Lego and also have a lot of money to spare to purchase this thing. Because even those diehard fans, like, like we fall in those categories for a lot of the stuff we talk about. And we still don't buy it because it's, like, it's just too expensive. So it's, like, the, the market for this is so small. And maybe they don't care. They're just like, whatever. It's like, it's just Lego. It's not like they just designed the set and put it together. But they this has to be a loss leader for them. You know, like they have to be losing money on this. And and some of the other sets, honestly, that I, I think we'll talk about in the rest of the cast. I think we'll at least talk about another one that people are not too happy with. So they're, they're kind of been swinging and missing lately, which is, I guess, a little scary. But maybe like we'll just put them in their place a bit and just have them settle down on how much stuff they're releasing. Um I think the market will kind of help with that too, just like inflation and how much people are buying. But yeah. oof, this is just like, what were, they, what were you doing, Lego? What were you thinking? What were you cooking up there? Well, now beyond the cost, which I know you're upset about, but I also sense just a, a, little, a little bit of criticism there where it's just like you build it and you set it there and there's no playability. But I know you're a bust, man. You love busts. Nah, dude, I'm off the bus, man. I'm, <laughs> you're off the bus, bus. I'm, I'm I'm off the bus, bus. I mean, as as soon as I had my son, and I was just like, oh yeah, this is what Lego's about. It's actually about playing with it, you know. Like since we've been playing with Lego, I'm just like, you know, I'm snarky against this stuff now. I'm just like, well, like who wants this? Who just wants this really expensive thing you got to put together? It's still fun to build. Don't get me wrong, but like, it just sits there. It's just a dust collector, and it's like, all right, three hundred fifty dollar dust collector. I don't know, man. That's not the kind of change I want to be want to be spending on something like this yes dude you've seen the light dude you, you you're you over on team motel now i love it it's us it's, i mean it's us against the bus dude us against the bus well <laughs> they've just been going hard like bus were like a new thing and like i was like oh that's pretty interesting uh that's kind of cool they haven't done something like that before they're not terribly expensive they're 40 dollars. it's like okay i could i could see that kind of being cool a cool thing to collect why not and now they're like with the $350. Like, that's ridiculous. It's absolutely insane. 
Uh, even the ones that are like creeping up to $70, $80, I think is, is nuts. So yeah, man, I'm, I've seen the light. I don't have much else to say about this one other than I guess I'll give the other two leaks that we talked about for a hot second. So there's still a $500 Black Panther set that's going to be released uh, as well. People are like, I can't imagine what that's going to be and be anything that anybody wants aside from like, I guess the big battle at the end. I don't know how into Marvel you are. I'm not like the big battle at Endgame, I think. Yeah. It's like a Black Panther set. Yeah. So they think it might be like a big Endgame battle and that would be the only thing that they would probably want out of that and then hulk buster is also rumored as like a separate set so just like if you're a marvel fan and trying to collect some lego it's like forget it dude like you gotta be an absolute millionaire i mean that, it goes for star wars too or any of these lines it's like stuff is just so expensive they release so much material you can never collect it all unless you made you just sunk all your money into it which is like just not a good idea so yeah man i'm uh <laughs> You could tell I'm a little salty. That's like it's gonna continue, and then I'm gonna turn into a better mood probably by the end. So I sense it, dude. It's just, it's palpable. Just just get ready. There's like like I said, they've just been swinging and missing lately. So I'm um, I'm starting to get a little salty. All right, not tight. I get it. Black Black Panther bus, not tight. You heard it here first. <laughs> not, not so good. I mean, I'm 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 I think feel like I'm with most of the community from the comments that I've seen. And don't, if you like this, like you, it's valid. It's it's something you could like and purchase. It is. I feel like it's just not for the majority of folks. Heroic Dargon, leader of the forces of good, is ambushed by evil sectors. With the help of his loyal insectoid Dragonflyer, he fights them off. But they're just bait for the real trap. A far more treacherous enemy is waiting. The evil General Spytrax. Will Heroic Dargon be caught in his web? Watch the next episode of Sectors by Coleco. All right, Strick. Mandible. You won't bug leave this next topic. That's pretty good. <laughs> if I knew what this was about, yeah. <laughs> well, all right. I mean, you, you can't sneeze at bug puns. That you cannot. I will agree with that 100%. All right. Yeah. Regardless if you know what this is or not. I mean, you you can tell it's, you know bug related so why don't i just come why don't i just come out and say it we're talking about sectars warriors of symbion this was a 1980s property i believe it was 1985 this was a toy line that lasted one year there was one line that was put out and then it just croaked there there was not enough support I, I got to be honest, I mean, this was before my time, so I can't say I have a lot of nostalgia for it, but I, I do remember seeing these figures in my youth. I, I remember seeing stuff like this and being like, oh, that's like an older kid's toy. And I kind of just like roped everything like this into Masters of the Universe. I was just like, oh, yeah, that's like He-Man toys. Like, that's like older kid stuff. Like, that's that's all He-Man. I, I did the same thing as you. I, like, anything that looked like this, it was just, like, people in, like, battle armor, like, neon, colorful battle armor, and just, like, weird appendages and swords and shields. I was just like, that's all He-Man. Like, that's just, like, yeah. older kids are playing with that stuff. You know? Like, I'm not I'm not touching that. I got my I got my Power Rangers and my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, you know? Like, I'm not messing with swords and shields and big battle armor. That's not me. The one thing that made this action figure line stand out back in the day was their vehicles were actually hand puppets. 
So they, you would place these figures onto the backs of what appeared to be like giant, like mosquitoes or tarantulas, and then you put your hand in the like the puppet sleeve, and your fingers were like the legs of the of the bug. We definitely talked about these before. Oh, have I? okay we've yeah no no yeah we have the reason i remember is like i think we talked about them like in a small segment like way long ago maybe like a year and a half ago or two possibly even longer than that yeah and my brother like called me or texted me the next day or like when he listened to the cast back he's like dude we had i had sectors and like i loved them and like yeah with the hands and the hand like (laughs) yeah like he remembered and everything so that's these, I thought these were them, like originally when you when you started talking about them. But yeah, we we talked about these like very brief briefly a long time ago. Okay, to like you know find out later, like you know once the once I was on the internet and all savvy with all that, and I could look into stuff. I'm like, oh, sectars. Okay, what's this about? It was a one off toy line, man. Uh, apparently, there's a, a huge, huge uh, fan following uh, for, for this property. Uh, which I get it. I mean, I, I've seen reviews on these toys, on, on the vintage toys, and it's a cool property. Uh, I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to pick up vintage stuff, but this caught my eye, this news that recently dropped from Nacelle Company, the Nacelle Company, which I didn't know them as being famous for producing documentaries that, that you're familiar with, the uh, toys that made us and the movies that made us, actually. So they produce those. Hmm. So now they're trying their hand at toys. I don't know how long they've been doing this for, but yeah, man, they are uh, putting pre-orders up for the Sectars toys, which they only have two of them out right now. The two, I believe, main characters. I honestly, I, they were comic. There were comic books to go along with this, and there was also a, uh, I think, a five-part like cartoon series. I didn't watch any of it. I don't really know too much about it, but from what I understand. They have released Dargon, the leader of the good guys, and then Stellara, which is also a, another good guy companion. The interesting thing to note here is, like I said, this was a once-and-done type line. So the original vintage line was produced by the company called Coleco. So the same people that put out like ColecoVision, you know, they're also trying their hand at toys. They actually did put out into their toy catalog uh, of what's to come wave two of these. So they were actually tooled and they were like ready to go into production. So those photos of wave two actually slipped into their new catalog. But I think the wave had, had already been canceled before that. So that's as close as anybody ever got to wave two. What's interesting here is, I mean, people have Dargon in, in the vintage series, but Stellara was actually not produced from what I understand. So to get her here now and be, I believe it, she'll be in scale. I think these are six inch or seven inch figures, depending if you're counting their antennae. Uh, so I believe she will fall in scale with your vintage figures. So I think that's cool. I don't know how deep they're going to go with this, but it's exciting to see that, you know, the efforts being put forward to at least get one figure in collector's hands that they didn't have back in the 80s. If this is successful uh, and they continue to make more figures, I think that's really cool. I, I love that movement of just like completing stuff from the past. We talked about it on the last episode. I'm just a really big enthusiast in, on stuff like that, just completing vintage lines. So if they can do that, you know, hats off. Good stuff. All right, Motel. We're out. We're out on the water. It's it's a little foggy. We can't we can't really see. 
but we just we just got that lighthouse on the on the horizon helping us find our way and that lighthouse is just made of lego now man we're talking about <laughs> the lego ideas motorized lighthouse this thing's spinning around released in september 1st it's already released 299.99 $300 that boy is out and unlike the thing that we just talked about, I'm actually way more fond of this set. This is something that I would consider collecting if I had that kind of that kind of coin. Are you a fan of lighthouses, man? I feel like you're a lighthouse aficionado. Oh, love them. Yeah, I have a club that I go to every Saturday just to discuss lighthouses. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> but you can appreciate a good lighthouse. Of course I can. Who can't? That's what I figured. Yeah, who can't? So, yeah, man, this is uh, this this model is completed. I think the most notable thing about it is, like, one, from the outside, it looks pretty good put together. I think that would look look good in any, uh, you know, home that's by the sea. I think that would be a fitting, a fitting uh, you know, decoration on the shelf. There's a little bit of playability with the figures that it comes with. And, like, you know, the front door, I could see, you know, my son having a little bit of fun with this. That motorized, that motorized lighthouse, man. That that light they got is just on and it's spinning around, man. <laughs> and that is that is the major draw to the set, at least for me, and I think for most people. It's just like how'd they get that thing working? I want to see it on. I want to see that, you know, because you you don't get that in Lego uh, a lot, like light bricks, and especially this is like a brand new feature, a brand new function. So that's it's pretty interesting. Again, price is way too steep, but I don't know if that makes it any cooler in your mind with that that motorized uh, kind of light that that circles around and makes it like a real lighthouse yeah dude i'm totally into that i think that's great it's honestly like i'm not mad at this set at all i don't know how like excited you are about it i understand the price is is pretty up there but i mean it looks really cool i'm excited and just bummed that it's 300 dollars. Yeah. like if it was if it was around 100 or 150 i could stomach purchasing this at some point and putting it together but just like 300 dollars is like oof, gosh yeah I can't I can't spend more than two hundred dollars on a set and like live with myself. So this is uh not gonna join the collection unless I see it on mega discount, but it's still very, very cool looking. I think this was voted on like three years ago or four years ago or something. Like it's just they're so behind on idea stuff that like <laughs> I probably got excited for this like, you know, five years ago when I initially saw it and then you know, finally coming coming out as a product, but it's the way it goes with idea sets, man. I was curious if lighthouses today are still have people living in them which i'm finding out now that all lighthouses in the united states are automated with the exception of one apparently in boston harbor there's one dude <laughs> it has to, it has to be manned apparently by law so that's interesting there you go you got your answer at least one <laughs> at least one there's somebody living there still what kind of life do you think that is like would you oh, would dude, you be someone that's got to be a sweet gig <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta be a sweet gig oh my god dude know. all you're doing is fishing all day making and you look up every once in a while yep still on still blinking <laughs> like come on i guess dude. as far as jobs go yeah it's a pretty simple one but it seems like pretty secluded like you'd, you'd be alone a lot yeah i got no problem with that that sounds great <laughs> that's true yeah a little bit of alone time sounds pretty good it looks like in this you do get a you get two two figures and it seems like they're maybe a pair like a couple um, and it seems like one of them is, is constantly out there and they use their little boat to get back to land. So there's, there's a little bit of playability. Oh, there's see, that. I took that as him being like, thank God the light was on. Cause I, I don't know where I'd be without you. That could be, that could be the interpretation too. It's just like, thanks so much for, you know, putting the light on. Um, I do like that you get, you know, the little, the little interior quarters for the lighthouse operator. 
And it's, you know, he's got nice little detail in there. He's got a little stove, another light brick that shows up. Just like all around, like a really cool build and how they brought it together. Yeah, man. I definitely thought it was like, thank thank God you, you had that light blinking because I was about to eat my little Scotty dog here. Oh, yeah, the little <laughs> the little pup. I think it's a little cat. Oh. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Word. Little cat that comes with. <laughs> yeah, man. Not much else to say about it except for it. That boy is out. I think uh, Unity is very excited about it. It's 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 like an instant classic. It's going to be one of those things I've talked about for years, like the lighthouse set. So um, I really hope I can get it eventually, but that's it's a tall order. We'll see. Cool, man. This is a set that I really like, I'll be honest with you. Like, it's just, it's really catching me. I, yeah, I feel like they hit, like, a nice general, like, there's always the sets like this that they release that are on websites that are not just Lego fan websites that kind of get picked up by, like, regular news outlets. And this is one of them where it's just like, look at this massive Lego lighthouse. And, like, you know, regular people are like, oh, check that out, $300. Are they are they joking? <laughs> like, you know, as soon as they see the price, <laughs> are they out of their minds? But, yeah, that's the... When you when you know the price of Lego, you're like, oh, that, that ain't too bad, I guess. <laughs> Not too bad. <laughs> and that's about the time she walked away from me. Nobody likes you when you're 23. Let's go. Don't wait. <laughs> is that the next line this pops almost out oh yeah, yeah dude i feel icky about putting this on here I, I thought it'd be a entertaining segment so we are talking funko pop yeah i know man hiss hiss boo hiss but uh <laughs> yeah i i just i couldn't believe this release it, it just it took me way by surprise they're putting out Blink-182, What's My Age Again pop vinyls. So, to be clear, this is referencing their music video of What's My Age Again, where they're just running naked through the streets of L.A., the entire music video, and then they see that hot nurse, and, you know, they all pitch tents. Like, that, that's, that is what Funko has given us. It's a pre-order. It's coming in March of 2023. <laughs> It seems so far out, but here's the pre-order. You can get all three band members, Tom, Mark, and Travis, $34.99. There you go, man. If you were a huge fan of that music video and you're, and you're a Blink fan, you got to pick these up. I mean, that's what Funko's advocating. They are just buck naked. All they got that's covering them is their bass and guitar and drum kit and that's it. I'm there's no pictures of them from behind so I'm very curious if this might be our very first uh Funko Pop butt shot. I, w- I would imagine you get you get a little booty back there. I'm curious though. I would hope so, man. That's like the whole draw of the set. <laughs> I I know uh, 34.99 you you get you're you're paying for butt at that point. Yeah, so. I'm going to get your money's worth. <laughs> Do you remember this music video? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I remember this one. What an excellent song. I, I, I still think to this day, I mean, I remember, you know, running around at the, the public pool and any time the radio was on for five minutes, this song would come on. Now Nowadays, you walk into the grocery store and it's the first song you hear. So, yeah, I guess this is a very deserving song and music video to immortalize in pop vinyl, which is gross me just saying that before we get into like our blink fandom is this the only blink pop that they have or do they have others do you know you're asking the way wrong person. <laughs> I, I, I would imagine you brought this on <laughs> i would imagine there are <laughs> 
But I mean, this this is going to be the definitive blink pop if if you want my opinion. I mean, how do you get more iconic than this? It's just naked people. Well, that's what I was going to get into, man. Uh, but I was an an in out fan of of Blink One Eighty Two. I think I was like, oh well, yeah, they're they're cool. Like, cause I was we were a little younger when they were um like really popular and like when they right. when they first got right. popular, I was like, oh well, yeah, like older people like them, so yeah, they're cool. And then I don't know what happened um, with the band, but they they were just like not cool all of a sudden. They were just like, yeah, you you don't like Blink One Eight Two. They're not cool. And then they had a resurgence like years later. It was like, oh yeah, Blink's good. Like all their songs are actually like super catchy and good. I'd say now I probably couldn't listen to one of their songs. But what about you? Were you a fan? I was a fan for like some of the same reasons you were. Yeah, absolutely. It was. Like, yeah, oh, I should like this. Like, this is, like, cool. And I remember, I think my dad or somebody was just like, this sounds horrible. And I'm just like, oh, yo, this is really cool that I like this. Like, this is, like, cool kid music. <laughs> yeah, old, old people Because, yeah, they this. were around. It was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they came on the scene in, like, the early 90s. So, yeah, they had been around for a bit. But I, I did eventually have the, the one album. The, the only two albums I knew of were the Enema of the State. So that's, like, the one with the hot nurse. And then Dude Ranch, because that had Damn It on it. And that was like the song for me. I love that song. That song was so good. I think that song was on, you know, when you're making your mixes on iTunes or whatever and like burning CDs, you're like, yeah, I think this CD should start off with Damn It. Um, And then, (laughs) you know, like two CDs later, you're making a new mix. You're like, yeah, this CD should probably start off with Damn It. Yeah, dude, I love that song. How's that song go again? Give me a little bit of that one. That's the, uh, well, I guess this is growing up. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, dude, I, I just remember just, um, you know, listening to that stuff and just being like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm with it. This is like the next thing, you know, like th- this is like what I'm going to like when I'm like my dad's age. Right. <laughs> I respect, the, you know, their, their work and obviously they're, they're great. That being said, I don't have these on my playlist, you know, when I'm mowing the lawn. <laughs> well, man. All right. Well, I know what I'm getting you for uh, Christmas this year, I think. That's, oh, yeah. That's a top contender. Gotta, gotta have, I'm so big on the pop vinyl. I mean, just to be clear, I have two pop vinyls in my collection, and I, I'm not even proud of it. It's just the two Mighty Morphin Power Ranger Monster of the Week villains that were released. And then I kept, uh, just as an experiment, I bought two Star Wars figures, like, I would say maybe eight years ago I bought them and they have not really appreciated in value. Like I just, I bought them to see like what the market would do. And so far I think I wasted my money. So yeah, man, pop vinyls, man. I, we've, we've, you know, we, we, we drag them over the coals enough in this cast, but yeah, I, I wanted to, you know, just uh, lift them up a little bit here with uh, this odd release. Now uh, your train leaves in 10 minutes. Here's your ticket. Stick to it, Harry. That's very important. Stick to your ticket. But Hagrid, there must be a mistake. This is platform nine and three quarters. There's no such thing. Is there? Alright, dude. Get get your owl, get your cart, start running at full speed into the wall, because you're you're headed for platform nine and three quarters. Anything off the trolley, dearies. <laughs> We're talking Harry Potter, Hogwarts Express, Collector's Edition, dude. We're not messing around with any of these other ones. This Collector's Edition officially revealed. This boy, I mean, we've been talking some expensive sets. 
This guy is coming in at 49999, 500 bones. Get him out, man. Get him out, get him out. We got the Express, the, the big train itself. A little bit of track underneath that boy. You got tons of figures. Like anytime anything happened on that train, they're like, here's a figure for that scene where that crap happened. They're giving you all those figures and all the scenes to remake. Even that, well, I won't ruin it for you because you haven't seen all of them, but uh, there's a specific scene in here that I would not expect them <laughs> yeah. to include. Um, yeah, don't spoil it for me. I'll, we could talk about it. And then you get the smallest bit of the platform nine and three quarters that they could possibly give you, and you get that all for the sweet price of 500 bucks, man. Let me get your initial reaction. What are you thinking on that? I mean, you're getting a smorgasbord of minifigures, which I like. But yeah, the price, that's incredibly horrible, right? That's that's pretty much where I'm at. It's incredibly horrible. Now, let me add to the horror there because it's not on face value. You're like, all right, well, you get a really iconic train. You get this nice little display. It's, you know, maybe it's not all bad. $500, you know, that thing's got to move, right? And knock number one, no power functions, does not move. This guy does not move. So any train enthusiast, forget it, does not move. Knock number two, doesn't fit standard Lego tracks, so they made it a little wider so they could fit everything in, so this is the only place you can place it is on this, like, stand that comes with. Does it won't run on Lego tracks at all. You can't even, you could probably hack it in some way to get it to do it, but it's going to be very difficult to do. So the entire community is, the, the Harry Potter community is like, why'd you make it, make it so expensive, and, like, we didn't need anything this big at $500, like, didn't need all this this detail, like, for that much, for just, like, a nice train. And then the train enthusiasts are like, why'd you make it so big? It doesn't even fit. doesn't make sense. So it seems like everyone is angry at this set and it's not going to sell super well, um, except for like the, the most diehard of fans will buy it. Um, yeah, man, this is the big one of the biggest swings and misses, I feel like, because this thing had so much hype, so much potential. I would have considered this thing as like a moderate train enthusiast, uh, Lego train enthusiast, and like a moderate hot Harry Potter fan if, if they had gotten the price right and like it was just a nice power functions could run on a regular track like maybe i set up trains at christmas time like i could totally see myself owning this thing man did they mess up so <laughs> it is like <laughs> even worse uh at that 500 hundred dollar price so you tell me it's a train that can't move it's like give me a pen that can't write basically <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> yeah i don't know what what they were thinking and what decisions were made where they're like well we gotta fit the interior detail like the the fans want the interior detail we can't not have that it's like you can't even see it like like when it's on display you can't even like no one's popping up and popping open the in the interior and be like oh let me look inside what's going on oh look at the little placards about all the scenes you know the small little scenes that like you you remember the the train scenes right where like they eventually get the cart in the beginning and stuff and like they get all in the first movie yeah that's like the only scene you really need i feel like there's other stuff that happens on the train sure but it's like it is not as pivotal and iconic as like the first meeting of the first the main three characters right so the one of the scenes that they they included is like the goodbye at the end of the entire series major spoilers but they included in the set so whatever they don't care they're gonna spoil it uh themselves so you get an adult version of harry and hermione and ron and like their children getting sent off to Hogwarts for the, for the first time, which I think is the last the last scene in the entire film series. Um, they do they do the send off, and I'm like, I guess people want that, but it's such like a non scene. It's like it's like it's just like a filler at the end. Like, oh yeah, and here's you know everyone got back on the train. Um, that was just like I can't believe they included that. You know, like how much did that add to the value of the of the, of the thing? That's that had to have added at least like fifty dollars with all the figures that you get and just like the thought and design that went into it. Like. 
man, what they they must have reached like got to a threshold of like three three hundred or three fifteen or like forget it, just go for the moon, like just make it huge, make it not functional, forget it, like just make it absolutely absurd. So yeah, man, this thing exists. When I read comments, most of the community is just super thrilled that they hate it because they don't have to buy it at that par- at that price. <laughs> like everyone's just basically boycotting it. Um, I have to ask my sisters because I know they they collect a lot of like Lego Harry Potter. How they feel about it? I love that. That's just a thing in that community where it's like. I am so excited that it's that expensive and that massive and that horrible. So now I don't have to think about buying it. I love that. That's like, that's, that's a feeling that you've had more than a couple of times on this cast. Yeah, dude, that is like the main sentiment. And you felt that way too. It's just like, thank God this thing sucks. So I don't have to feel like I need to own it for real though. Like if, if this was like I know. a $200 set and they really nailed it at $200, I'd be like, Ooh, like I feel like I kind of want that. Like at, like two hundred dollars would have been the price point to get me, but at five, like even at three hundred, I'd be like, forget it, like not it, not a chance. All just the the ways they messed it up, man. Oof, gosh, like yeah, you want to get down to brass tacks on what I would want out of a set like this. Brass tacks. All I would need was a train to move. Mm-hmm. I don't need any of the figures, but I need the conductor, and I need that trolley lady just peddling <laughs> all her treats and sweets and goodies she's there dude yeah i like i see her those are my those are my two favorite figs for sure i th- i'm almost positive they're exclusive to this set like don't come in other sets yeah i don't need my so 500th harry potter or whatever it is you know like god they release so much of him and, and hermione and ron for that matter like just so many of these characters have already been released and it's just like slight variations you, yeah you don't need them all but now, but now you you got to get the trolley lady, man. You got to buy this set, and then just try and sell the set, you know, and mm. just keep the trolley lady. Yeah, right. <laughs> Good luck trying to sell this set, man. Nobody wants this thing. It's like, oh, it is like more so than the Black Panther set. I feel like like people are just ragging on the set. They're just like, God, no one is gonna buy that. It's just such a bad set. <laughs> you diehard Harry Potter fans out there, and you want this thing? I like, I hear you. I know, I know you can't help yourselves, but buy whatever. But you got to recognize this thing as a big swing and a miss. Like, oof, it could have been so much better. Could have like, man, for 500 bucks, they could have had like a, like a lighthouse kind of light in this thing. Like the train could have lit up and like moved and all this cool stuff, but man, they messed up. Anyway, I don't want to like kill it to, or, you know, murder it to death here, but yeah, just, uh, just another big old swing and a miss from, from our good friends at Lego. Jeep has a real motor that runs on rechargeable batteries. Jeep, the newest member of the Power Wheels team. Your parents put it together easily. All right, Strick. Pow, pow, power wheels. Actually, we're not talking power wheels, but it's fitting because we're talking something in the in the realm of power wheels. I guess uh, we are talking little tykes, dude. When's the last time little tykes been been on this cast? I don't think ever. Here they are. <laughs> Maybe ever. Ooh. My goodness. Overdue. I mean, this popped up as a new release, uh, the Dino Dune Buggy. It's like a Power Wheels Jeep for little kids. It's a two-seater, and that's just, like I said, it's a dune buggy. So it's uh, in the theme of a dinosaur, but it's not Jurassic Park. Let's not get that twisted. It's not JP. It is just a Dino Dune Buggy, (laughs) which I love. Yeah, has all the aesthetics of a dune buggy, bright red. Uh, it's got a little bit of dino flare on it. You're not like sitting in like a big gigantic dino. It doesn't look ridiculous. It's just like it looks like somebody bought a dune buggy 
and was like, I kind of want to deco this out in dino. There it is. Uh, it's new. It's three to six years old. It's $350. So I don't know how you feel about that. I mean, I'm starting to look at stuff like this just out of curiosity and, and in part because, you know, my kid's getting a little older. So I, I definitely want to get something like this uh, just because I did have something like this back in the day. But I kind of want to get your opinion on this. What's in front of us here first? I gotta say, I didn't. Get, I don't get Dino vibes right away. It looks more like a snake. I know, right? Yeah, it's like giving me like a snake or like a viper, like a like a red viper or whatever. I think three fifty is pretty reasonable in this category uh, for for these kind of ride ons. Um, they they can get quite expensive, and I mean, we were just talking about three hundred fifty dollar you know Lego set bus, so that's completely in the realm of you know possibility when you think of something like that, but. I like that it's a two-seater. So you said you're in the market for these now. I am as well. I'm curious, like, what you've been looking at and, like, is this kind of your tops, like, something like this? Or, like, have you been looking around at some no, other stuff? No, no. Listen, I'm not trying to, like, you know, dunk on little tykes here because they put this out. It, it's it's funny, but it's just, like, why would you go dino theme? I, I don't get it because Mattel, they – I believe Mattel owns yeah that that's what it has to be Mattel owns Power Wheels so that's under Mattel and Power Wheels I mean uh, you could do a quick Google they're doing all the Jurassic World stuff mm. they have like the Jurassic World Jeep they have the old school Jurassic Park Jeep uh, they have some kind of formation with like a Raptor or something like that like they they have got dinos covered why of all things why is Little Tykes doing the poor man's version of Jurassic Park <laughs> on a dune buggy. I just don't get it. I think it's hilarious. What's extra hilarious is I'm on Power Wheel's site. They have a dune buggy racer. It's green. Looks a little different, but it's less expensive. It's $300. So even even if you want a dune buggy, like you can get that over in Power Wheel's land for less money. So yeah, just to like compete with that is just it's it's confusing me. I'm not sure why that's getting released now. Maybe like little tykes purists who just like I only trust little tykes, uh, but it's such a it's such a questionable decision to to compete with the the Mattel Dino area. So I just I saw it. I'm just like, man, that's interesting. Uh, aside from if if you take all that aside, it's like I could totally see me seeing this in the store and being like, yo, I mean that looks that looks tight. Like I I'd I'd, I'd whip that around. You know, as a kid, and then as an adult, I'm like, I guess that's a sensible purchase if I'm looking for a Power Wheels-esque purchase. Have you ever been in a Power Wheels when you were a kid? I've definitely ridden one. I never owned one, um, but it was always something like, okay. you know, someone in the neighborhood would have one, and you get a chance to ride in it, like shotgun or whatever. Maybe you were so lucky they let you, you know, drive it yourself. But I always envied the yeah. kids that had one. So it was it was always high on my list when I had a son or daughter to like eventually get them one of these. I I am like I said actively in the market. There's so much to choose from. Like there's there's way more than Power Wheels now in terms of like what's available in the market. Like like Power Wheels was just looking at them. They're like they're around 300, 350. They're kind of in this price range. There's some that get up in like $600, $700 that you could spend on some of these things and like, you know, get luxury car models and stuff yeah. and like remote controls. So you can actually control the kid in the car and kind of like keep them out of harm's way. So there's a lot going on in this market. I have a lot of research to do to find the thing that we want. Dude. All right. So back in the day, I, I mentioned that I had one, I had the, just a red Jeep. It was so basic. And I don't, I don't really know that there were that many options for, for power wheels back in the day. I think there was just like 
maybe a couple of Jeeps, and that was that was the extent of it. I know like there was like a girl's Jeep, and then like the Barbie Corvette, I think, was was another was another option. But I just had a standard red Jeep. I remember I got that for uh, Christmas one year, and man, I rode around in that thing. It's it's kind of it's gonna be hard to set the story up, but uh, my backyard, it was a weird backyard. We kind of lived on a hill, kind of. Basically, my patio went down like a hill, kind of like from steps into a hill. And then I would drive the power wheels down that hill. But if you're walking down that hill and off to the left, it's kind of like a cliff drop off type deal. And then underneath that is like the third level of the house. So the basement, but it was the garage. So the garage connected to the basement. Like, it's weird. It's like, as soon as you walk down from the patio, it's like, oh, whoa, there's a cliff right here. Well, I mean, I think you know where the story's going, but (laughs) uh, my friend, I finally let him get behind the wheel, and I sat shotgun, and we drove down the hill like I would usually go, but he veered left and just drove us off the cliff, and the Jeep shattered into pieces, and thankfully, I mean, we were both, like, unscathed, pretty much, but the Jeep was like obliterated. Oh no. <laughs> it was destroyed. I was devastated. I was like standing there holding pieces. I was just like, look what you did. Oh my gosh. It's destroyed. Yeah, man, it was, it was traumatic, but that that's not stopping me from uh, getting one for my boy. Uh, Cause I don't have cliffs in my backyard. So was that the end of the, like the, your parents were just like, well, you busted it. We're not getting you another one. Oh, that was the only Power Wheels I ever owned. Yeah, that got trashed. Wow. All <laughs> to, wow, man. That's crushing. That's a crushing, crushing thing to happen. Yeah, man. This popped up as new. I was just like, okay, this is kind of lackluster, but I'm just so curious about it. I'm just, I'm just glad that it exists. And it just, it got me, uh, it got my, my taste buds tingling here to to pick something up for Carter at some point. I mean, he's not there yet, but I'm, I'm just really excited about the idea of purchasing a power wheels type item yeah man i'm there it's it's pretty fun trying to find the right thing all right dude on the topic of just like funny things that popped up that you're not quite sure why they exist we're talking fisher price not on the cast too often but i feel like they've been on a couple times ted lasso inspired i mean more than inspired basically ted lasso uh little people are coming out or they're out you can buy just a big pack of them, and you got the whole Ted Lasso cast, man. It's everybody you want. It's uh, Ted. I don't know any of these characters' names. It's basically the <laughs> Ted and his his uh, oh my assistant God. coach. I saw you. I I saw you put this on here. I'm just like you're gonna be carrying this conversation because I haven't even seen. I I've seen like trailers for it, and I understand what it's about, but I don't know any of these people. <laughs> characters aside, it's a de- it's a decent show. You know, it's entertaining. Um, it's it's a good show for. A- oh, so you've seen it? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've, I've I'm pretty caught up on it. Um, and, but just like the characters themselves, I can't name them off the top of my head. But I do know it's like just some characters that sure, I guess it makes sense to get them. You get like one soccer player, I think, or maybe two, but that's it. So like, even if you want to play like soccer, kind of pretend to play with the soccer players, like it's, it's not at all geared towards kids. No kid is watching Ted Lasso and then playing with these things, like understanding how they're playing with them. So it's strictly for adults. And I'm just trying to understand what adult is collecting little people. Is that a market? Well, we talked run DMC that one time, but like, is this becoming a market? Uh, yeah, they also did uh, Masters of the Universe. I think they actually just put out a new wave of Masters of the Universe, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely out there. I mean, it's just, it's, 
I think it's them just doing like a sort of, you know, elbow, elbow, wink, wink for people who either, I guess, want to collect this and display it. But I think I would imagine this is for like giving it to your kids. If you're a big fan of the show, you give it to the kids and they like play with them. And it's like an inside joke for you because it's like the kids have no idea that these are actually characters based on a property that you like. You They're just playing with them like they're people. So I, I think I would imagine that's the idea. Like my son plays with little people right now. And yeah, we like have fun with that. I, I buy them, them all the time, but I don't think I would like, I, I'm trying to think of like what property I would have enjoyment of being like, oh, he's just, he's playing with those and he has no idea who they are, but I know, like, I know who they are. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I, know. I don't know who, who follows that train of thought. So to me, these are just really bizarre that they exist. Just the, the whole thought of this market for this kind of stuff is kind of, is really bizarre to me. So I, like we talked about the run DMC they did. And I just see these in the store all the time, like stuff like this, where I'm just like, why are they releasing these? Like, what are they doing with this? I think these make like perfect little desk knickknacks like to put like in your office. Mm, uh, yeah. I, would, I would imagine something like that just, you know, for your coworkers to see and laugh about. That is a good point, though. You bring like they're almost in the realm of like pop vinyl. If you think about that like that, it's just like collected to be put on a desk or display. But it's like, you know, just a little knickknack. And these are even smaller. So I kind of like that about them, uh, like over something yeah. like pop. So that's actually a good a good call. Um, that's probably what they're going for here, but yeah, man, 30 bucks to get these. I don't really know what the going rate is for little people. I feel like they're actually really cheap. Like little people stuff is like really inexpensive, um, to get some like bigger sets. So are are you playing with any little people right now? I'm, I'm so glad you brought that up. I was planning on doing that myself. Yes, actually, uh, we have, uh, just a couple of them. Uh, we picked one up from Walmart like a month or so ago where it's just like this dude, that's in this pickup truck and I we do this whole thing where it's just like I just drive it up to my boy and I'm just like oh hey how you doing there and like you know I do this whole routine and he like cracks up like I just like I like make him like jump up to him and like give him like kisses and stuff and then have him jump back down and then I just make like the whole just have him drive away and then I drive him like behind my back and then he's just like where do you go like where is he like he looks at me and then I just drive him back and he's like oh <laughs> it's not i'm sure that is very boring audio <laughs> from the way i described it but yeah dude definitely i'm playing with some little people um i just love just like injecting personalities into them and just seeing like how he reacts that's good to hear man that's what it's all about just like those little moments where you're just like totally just goofing like in it with with your kid and, and you're just like playing and you know playing make-believe and just cracking them up like that's the best kind of stuff so i totally get you um, we, we have a lot of little people. We have like a farm. We got like every truck under the sun that they released in the last two years. Oh, um, dang. We, Go off. That we own. I'm just saying like we own a lot of little people, <laughs> but I'm always kind of like I'm keeping little people and Duplos separate. Like I'm like I've, I've I've separated them and like I'm I have a clear bias in my mind. So anytime he's like kind of leaning too much towards little people, I'm like, oh, remember you're like Duplo pals? Like remember these guys? And then like we I'm like making sure we're playing with those. A little bit more than little people, uh, just so that he cherishes those a little bit more. So I'm, uh, I don't know. I feel like they, in my household at least, they get they get kind of the shaft because I'm just like kind of sticking them in the corner. Like, yeah, we're not like they're here, but we're not we're not playing with them. They're not they're not our primary. <laughs> don't get it twisted yeah. for one second. Yeah, don't don't get it mixed up in your mind. Like we're gonna be playing with these things as primaries. Um, 
I love it. I can't help myself. I mean, it's with anything. Like anything we're bringing to the house, I'm just like, oh yeah, that's going in like the 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 box with the stuff that like we only pull out every once in a while. You know, like that's going in like kind of the junk toy box that we we don't really play with. And like every day, I'm pull like. He even asked now. He's just like Lego. We like we playing Lego. I'm like, yeah, dude. We are playing Lego. Like that's what we're doing today. That's so tight. Yeah, man. Let, making my own toy dreams come true. But I, he he's he doesn't know any better. He's he's enjoying the ride. I'm I'm sure he's not missing any little people time. He gets plenty of it. Honestly, <laughs> he he plays with little people all the time. But yeah, man. These exist. They're out there. I'm curious what they do next because this is kind of way out of left field. Yeah, not really sure what the market is, but I guess I guess this stuff will sell. They're you know, Fisher Price, they're big enough. They can make like a, a chance like this, and if it doesn't go all that well, it doesn't really matter at the end of the day for them. Collection updates. Ooh yeah. How was that? Delicious. I thought so. I just talked a lot, so why don't you kick us off? Alright, man. Have you seen this before? Just before I get into it, can I confirm that you know what we're talking about? I'm, I'm, I'm perusing through this wiki page and... Scroll all the way down. Okay, scroll all the way down. The beginning part is not ringing any bells. Talk to me about it. Alright, we're gonna grasp at straws here. But we are talking about Disney Adventures Magazine. This was... I'm not gonna say it was a big, big part of my life, because it wasn't. That would be a total lie. But... This is this stuff was around me, and I think it was in part due to my sister actually picking up these magazines. They were not like, you know, the big magazines that they have out today. It's like a smaller, more compact magazine that was kind of like the TV guide back in the day. You know, put out by Disney for, I guess, just like enthusiasts of Disney and then also of just like general pop culture that was happening at the time. So these were little magazines that were obviously targeted at kids. You could pick them up at the grocery store. I mean, you could obviously get a subscription. I know, I think we picked up most of ours at the grocery store. But yeah, I know we just had a ton of these lying around the house. And I just remember always being like, oh yeah, those are my books. Like, that's my library. Like, <laughs> like Disney, Adventure Magazines. Those are those are magazines for me. Those are my size. Like, that's those are the books that I read. I don't, I don't read like adult stuff. Like, these are for me. Whereas I never actually read it, you know, I, I would just like look at the pictures and that was the extent of it. Uh, they had like comics in there and stuff, but it's just like, you know, I was at that age where I'm like, I'm just going to, you know, look at the pictures. And once I flip through it, like I'm done with it. But there's so much hilarious stuff in there. And like I said, this, you know, this is under collection updates. So, yes, I did pick up one issue of uh, Disney Adventures magazine. And it was the, it was from April of 1995. It was featuring Saban's VR Troopers, which I believe I mentioned on the cast before. I'm not going to describe what VR Troopers is other than it was trying to sell off the success of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. So it was like a knockoff Power Rangers basically, but put out by the same people of Saban. Yeah, it's just so funny because, like, I I don't know if you could Google it. Uh, anybody at home wants to Google it. But it's just so funny to see this uh, magazine that has the main character uh, from the show on it. And it's just, like, promoting this f- flop. You know, you had no <laughs> idea it was a flop then. But it's obviously it was a flop because, like, nobody remembers it other than, like, big Power Ranger enthusiasts. Had to pick that up, and, you know, lo and behold, man, I had to, like, peruse through the book uh, just to see what, what was there. 
and I, I, I've dog-eared, well, not dog-eared, but, you know, I've, I've tabbed some pages out of just, like, hilarious, it's, it's, it's truly like a time capsule of that time period. I mean, the first thing I have here marked is <laughs> an entire article uh, dedicated to some kid who was a uh, slamming, jamming pog champion. So mm. he won a bunch of like pog championships. And if we have younger viewers. I don't expect you to know what pogs were, but that's definitely one for the Google machines. If you don't, I mean, it's it's like interviewing him and like his strategies for playing pogs. Oh my gosh. I, I, I tabbed the, the main article, which is the stars of VR Troopers are getting interviewed. And, you know, uh, bless these people back in the day, man. I, I, I would have to imagine that these three teens who starred in VR Troopers were just like looking at each other like, oh my God, like we're the next Power Rangers. Like this is, this is it for us. Like we're going to be the Power Rangers. Like this, we're going to be so famous. And ooh, that was just not the case. But they interviewed all three of them. Uh, very extensive interviews, a uh, lot of hard-hitting questions. I've set aside some of my favorite passages that I, I want to <laughs> recite here. Uh, this is one that they are interviewing Sarah Brown, who played Caitlin Starr on the show. They ask, why should kids watch the show? Very hard-hitting gotcha journalism there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she responds, Kids should watch the show because it's the coolest thing around, exclamation <laughs> point. Of course. Oh, riveting. Um, <laughs> and then you also have one from uh, Michael Bacon. I don't know if that's any relation to Kevin. I, I can't imagine it is. They ask, do you guys goof off around the set? <laughs> and he responded, he said... Uh, Brad is the jokester who Brad Hawkins, I guess he's the, he's the main character, Ryan Steele. He says, Brad's the jokester. I'm the quiet one. And Sarah's the serious one. Brad is always making faces behind the camera when we're filming. (laughs) That sounds goofy to me and unprofessional at at, at best as well. (laughs) Sounds like a lot of goofing on set. Oh, there, there was an advertisement in here for America online. Nice. (laughs) Um, uh, and and how to find uh, Disney adventures on the on the World Wide Web? Okay, there's four steps here. Sign on to America Online. Click Go to on the menu and choose keyword. Then type Disney and click on Enter. Click on Disney Adventures Magazine and then click on Enter. <laughs> oh my gosh! Just walking you through it, man. You they gotta hold your hand because I mean the internet's a big place. <laughs> <laughs> they got to make sure you, you find the right place. Um, also wanted to note, uh, the co- my copy that I picked up, actually, uh, the, the previous owner uh, took the liberty to fill every single mailer out in here. <laughs> so I have I have her name. I, I will not say her last name, but uh, Corinne actually filled out all, all the mailers in here. Actually, it says she wrote, she wrote her birthday in here, which is 9-23-81. So... She's got like a 40, she's like going to be 40 or 40. Yeah, 40. She's going to be 40 here this month. So happy birthday, Corinne. I'm sure you're listening. Um, yeah. <laughs> is that 40? I'm going to do the math real quick. When she was born, 81? Nah, she, she turned 30 last year or 40 last year. Okay, so she's good. She, yeah, she, so 41, Corinne, you're going to be 41 this month. So write, write into us and, you know, 
we'll, we'll get you on the podcast. <laughs> so I'm sure you're listening. Yeah, they had comics. There's an advertisement for uh, Angels in the Outfield on VHS. You could own it and watch it anytime you want. Tight. Uh, there are <laughs> games in the back that uh, Corinne actually filled out. So mm. she saved me from having to solve the maze that's in the back. Uh, but yeah, dude, I mean, this is just like, it was so fun to just like flip through this stuff. Mm, purely a time capsule of that era. I, I just love perusing through these on the Wikipedia because it, it it is just like, even the covers are just like a blast from the past. It's like, oh yeah, all this stuff, just like instant nostalgia, you know, feels. Oh yeah. And it's it's interesting to just place it in time. Like, oh yeah, like Toy Story came out when like that was big. And like, like there, I have things in my mind of like, oh yeah, I was about this age when that happened. But like, this is just a nice way of like, you know, when, when was Aaron's party like really cool? You know, Aaron Carter and Aaron's party. That was cool around the same time Spy Kids yeah. came out, which is like, all right, that makes sense. What's my age again? Yeah, like, what's my age what's again? What's my age again? What's my age again? You know, <laughs> full circle. Harry Potter starts getting yeah, into the mix in 2004. It's like, all right, man. Like, right. Coming, coming to modern, the modern age. That's pretty sick. That's a good pickup, man. Not toys, but definitely a part of the collection. Oh, yeah. Collectibles, man. Collection updates. What do you got cooking? We got some good stuff cooking, man. We've got... I don't think I bought too too much new Lego, but I did buy the city advent calendar for this year for my son Oliver. So we're going to be opening that boy up uh, advent calendar style starting December 1st. So that'll be exciting. Dude, the big one here, man. Jack Pacific got me some dry bones. <laughs> got, did you really? Yeah, man. We got some, we got ourselves some dry bones. So I I just needed something do, to do with, with Oliver one day. I was just like, we, we were kind of cooped up in the house. I think it was raining and I, and like, and like my wife was, who's pregnant, was kind of like going nuts. So she's like, she's like, please just like, you know, go do something. And so me and me and him went out. We went to Target, and I was just like, you know, let's let's just go toy toy hunting. Let's just go toy shopping. You know, let's just have some some good uh, daddy son time to go toy shopping at the store. So we went to Target, and we're perusing the aisles, and he's just like, he's just like, look at this, like this is cool. And I'm like, that is cool. Let's put it in the cart. You know, like, let's just put all this stuff in the cart. So we were just like loading up the cart with just like random stuff. He was picking up like, you know, one of the things we, we got to the Jack specific line and he's just like, he knows Mario. So he's just like, Mario, it's Mario. And I'm just like, yeah, dude, it is Mario. I'm like, let's see who they got. And we're just like, we're going through. And I'm like, look, we got Mario. We got, you know, Koopa or like one of the Koopalings was in there. And then I'm just like, Oh dude, look, I'm like, they got dry bones. And he just thought it was the funniest effing thing that he's ever seen is just this this dry bones character and just me going like dry, dry bones are we getting dry bones and he was just laughing his head off i was like all right we're buying dry bones so throw him in the cart i throw a lot of the other stuff back but like when it came to dry bones it's like whatever i'm just leaving him in the cart and he got purchased now the way the way that i kind of do it is i like to spread these gifts out so i bought probably like six things that day and I'll just spread them out across the week. So like I come home from the grocery store every Saturday and he's kind of like expecting something. I kind of set up this bad habit or routine that <laughs> he expects something when I come back to the grocery store because he used to buy him like little Hot Wheels cars. And and then eventually yeah. it just started getting bigger and bigger. So he every time we come back, he's like, surprise? Like, where's my surprise? Like, did you bring my surprise? So uh, I just, this, I think it was this last week or maybe two weeks ago. I was like, we're getting him out, man. We're getting out dry bones. And we popped him out and man... I don't want to say he's he doesn't care about dry bones, but he is not his favorite toy. That we'll say that. But there was a good afternoon where we were just playing dry bones for a long time, uh, and he was pretty into them. And I gotta say, man, those are pretty solid figures. Like the posability and stuff. Like I know we collected them for a while. They they still hold up. Like I'm I'm pretty happy with that purchase. Like the dry bones per- 
purchase. I want to buy some others from the series. Like actually get him a Mario um, so that he can he can have somebody to, to, to fight against. But I'm I'm liking that line. I'm probably going to start collecting some more stuff from that line. It's kind of the kind of the update here. Uh, for the dry bones character. Oh my gosh! Well, yeah, come talk to me because I'm still sitting on a whole bunch of it that we bought. And <laughs> oh no, are I can't you really? Sell it. <laughs> oh man. Well, I mean, I I've sold a bunch of it. Like I've sold like a ton of it, but I still have like a lot of it just sitting in my cabinet that I'm just sort of waiting for it to appreciate. But yeah, I still I still have some. So come talk to me. Um, I <laughs> what's dry bones accessory? He comes with his wings. So that's that's kind of all he has. I don't think they really do the ah. accessories anymore. Now that's just the Mario. Like they don't do it like they used to with like the the little packaging when like the, the accessory was like very prominent. I don't think they really do that anymore. I could be wrong. Um, he's yeah, he's solid, very poseable, which which my son Oliver really likes is just the poseability. So I'm like, all right, maybe I'll get a couple more of these. Like he doesn't have too many action figures. It's kind of his first one. So I want to I want to give some more of those boys. That's right, buddy. That's right. You just keep up with the action figures. Yeah, man. Got to got to make room with all these cars and trucks that we got. We got. Oh, my God. We're littered with cars and trucks. So, yeah, I got some action figures in the in the mix. And then the last the last note I have here is retiring sets, man. There's there's a lot of Lego that's retiring this year that I don't have yet. And it's it's kind of like a tough decision of like am i gonna you know plunk down a couple hundred bucks this this holiday season and, and buy some of this stuff or i'm just gonna be like mm, not not buying it so there's there's a few things i'll probably talk about it on future cast but more more collection updates to come i guess we're we're, we're rounding the corner into halloween while our i guess our spook spook cast what do we call that one spooky spooky our sp- yeah dude our our halloween-ish cast halloween-ish cast will be next and then we'll begin in november that is when uh my next baby boy is due so motel and i were talking about it pre pre-cast we're, we're gonna keep it as consistent as we can um you know we'll, we'll see what happens in that time period but just love you all for sticking with us just know that that might be a little bit of a rough period there uh for the cast getting out but we're, we'll definitely do the holiday episode and you know, keep up our tradition of the holiday cast for sure. Um, and then, yeah, man, that'll be New Year. So many, so many episodes, man. Episode sixty-three, we're we're getting to now. I can't believe we're we're nearing like you know seventy-five pretty soon. We'll be we'll be hitting. <laughs> seventy-five is the benchmark of if the podcast has made it or not. I mean, it's just one of those benchmarks, you know. You go the 25, 25, 50. We just we just crossed fifty, and you know now we're we're edging to seventy-five, and then we hit that hundredth episode, man. We could just retire, you know, and just say we did it. We did a hundred episodes of this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we we did we'll it. Just go out on on top. Yeah, man. All right, man. Well, speaking of, speaking out speaking about going out on top, that's gonna do it for us today. If you'd like to stay up to date on all things Toy Talk Guys, be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search for the Toy Talk Guys on any of those platforms. Please give us a five-star review in Apple Podcasts if you can or Spotify. And don't be afraid to tell a friend about the show. Thanks for listening, and we hope to see you again next time. Talk.